This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The Glossing Detangler and Perfect Conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Being 30 and single is completely okay. Like you're, there's something wrong with you. You're not expired. And ultimately they need to understand that finding a husband, is not easy. They're not sold at the supermarket. Cause trust me, I went to aisle 12, nothing but organic hummus. And Whoa. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's okay. That's our, te- that's our teaser right there. That's it. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Alana. And Jonah. And welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Jonah, how are you today? I am doing excellent. I'm in Brooklyn still. I have rearranged my camera in a new way. So if you guys are watching us on YouTube, you might see a little bit more of my room now, which is a reminder. I see all of your coats. We do have a YouTube and you can watch this on YouTube if you if you want. Um, Alana, how are you doing today? I'm good. You know, I'm just I'm now I'm focused on your coats and the fact that you don't have any normal sweatshirts in your apartment, which is something I recently learned about you. And I'm a little thrown off. That's and incredibly confusing because I have an entire section of my closet that's to the left of my coats that has sweatshirts. In fact, I I don't. Oh, you know why? Because my laundry was out when you were here. And that's why mm-hmm. that was happening. And maybe I didn't want I had one sweater here it was the bear martini sweater, which I did wear in that video recording. And I don't know if you saw, but Kim Kardashian's mother, which what's her name again? <laughs> this is Chris. crazy. 
Chris, that's our guest, by the way, who we're about to introduce. But Chris, Chris Kardashian um, wore the Chris Martini. Jenner. Chris Jenner wore the. I Mar- even know that, and I live under a rock. You do not Shockingly. live under a rock. You love no, pop culture. What hold on, when it, when it comes to the Kardashians, I uh, recently took a test that my friend Jordan gave to me, where she showed me all the people in like the Kardashian Jenner extended family, and I think I was able to identify three of them. Okay. Um, anyway, so they t- no one, don't care. We're going to lose some listeners right there. Yeah, you guys. I'm I, like, sorry. So, I'm sorry. I'll learn. I'll be better. Um, Alana, why don't you introduce our guest? You know, I feel, I feel as if we should do that because there is some follow-up from previous episodes, but I, I actually am curious Zara's take on all these things. So, um, and I am very excited to introduce our very special guest, Zara. Welcome to the podcast. Hi guys. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat with you guys and share all the secrets of dating single you know and 30. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are we both this 30? Is- Are we both 30, Zara? Yes. Are you 32? I'm thir- Well, I'm 30, comma, T-O-O. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're talking as if it's a crime, like as if we have committed a crime that like we're 30 and single. Yeah. I mean, it is unfortunate there's this stigma that that's a crime. I love it. I think I've never been happier in my entire life in my relationship status, which is very single. Um, and age never, never felt better. How I do have to tell you um, that dating and being single and 30 in our culture, for those of you who don't know, I am Afghan Muslim, Middle Eastern. Mm. And in the Middle Eastern culture, if you are 30 and single, there must be something wrong with you. In other words, oh, no. you are expired. So no. there, is nothing, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. Expired. You are the farthest thing from expired. So I'm excited to get into that. And, and just a little backstory. Jonah and I first met Zara during an Instagram live back in March. And this this episode and three of us hanging out and chatting together is a very long time coming. And we're all super excited. Quick reminders. Likewise. Quick reminders, guys. Um, we do have a Patreon account. If you want to support us, uh, you can do a cup of coffee. You could do a profile revamp. You can get a sweatshirt, a hat, which Alana and I are just finalizing the designs for. By the time this episode comes out, they'll be done. Um, very cool stuff on there. We have a YouTube page, seen other people uh, on YouTube. The podcast is us in video form. If you want to comment and engage there. And Alana, one of the things that we actually got quite a bit of comments on is people want some more follow-up. They want a little bit more of a recap of where we're at in our personal lives and the lessons we've learned from previous episodes. And Zara, I think this is a really fun uh, thing that we can actually kind of grill you on as well. We did an AMA. Um, my AMA day is on Sunday. So on Sunday, we did an AMA day and I pulled the audience. Uh, someone, someone said, are you going to ask Alana out? And I'm curious, do you know, what, what's your guess? It's an Instagram poll, right? So what's your guess in terms of percentage of people that said, um, I should ask her out versus people or people who think I'm going to versus people who don't think I'm going to. I am a huge supporter of Jonah and Ilana one day to happen. Why? Because I, sorry guys, don't kill me, but I think it'll make a great story to share to the kids one day. Oh, like mommy. Like? Oh boy. Our kids would be very well, outgoing. Well, were you just going to say mommy and dad? What was what were you Yeah, like say? mommy and daddy first went on a date. It didn't work out. Then they started this amazing platform and they saw other people. But you know what? The universe brought it back together. So so what percentage of people think, do you th- take a guess? Because I have the actual numbers. I want to say a nice solid 
78 mm-hmm. said that we I'm going to ask her out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, actually, very close. Alana, do you, do you know the numbers or do you want me I to? I do know the numbers. Okay. So it was a 60-40 split. Um, uh, pe- 60% of people uh, answered that I'm going to ask her out. 40% said uh, I, I was not going to ask her out. Alana, have I asked you out since this poll? You haven't asked me out. In fact, all you've done is give me a not comfy sweatshirt to wear and not return my phone or my mic stand or my phone case to me when you came to Manhattan. And you've done everything but ask me out, Jonah. So is this the part? Is it happening live? We have we have future kids that we're talking about now. Our future children are at stake. Um, They're going to be listening to this. Well, what do you have to I say don't know to if them? I want to be. I don't know if I can. You have five dates lined up every week, according no. to our last episode. So, no. you know. No, I Alana, said that what's the secret? Five no, I dates? don't. Okay, <laughs> yeah. back up. Hold on. I said that once and it was like referencing a time deep in quarantine where it's like end of summer, early fall, where people are starting to like go out again. I had been home for five months. So I had been I had talked to people throughout that time who it was always like, oh, like when I'm back in the city, when they're back in the city, when we feel like we can meet up, we will. So it was like I was going back and and suddenly I'd promised all these people that I had was talking to for a while that I was going to meet them. So I did. This is not a regular occurrence by any means. In fact, I've been on, I think, one date in the last three months. And during the date, he told me that I need to stay in therapy because I have a lot to work through and then proceeded to ask me 20 minutes later. Zara's face. (laughs) 20 minutes later, he was like, so are you going to talk about me on the podcast? And I go, I mean, if anything, I'm just going to talk about the guy who on a first date told me I needed to stay in therapy. There is not going to be a second date. Wow. Mm-mm. That's I'm sorry you had to go through that. That sounds I mean, you were texting me, so I'm acting surprised, but I do know intimately about this date when it was happening. Also a weird thing. Well, no, I don't want I, I don't want to get into that detail, but whatever. Um, what me freaking out before the date and asking you what to wear? No, him uh, talking about how he um, like wasn't going to drink. And then, uh, yeah, like, that's- guys, can I jump in on that? Please. Yeah. So drinking in the Muslim culture is sort of looked frowned upon. It's it's against a religion. So a lot of us, when we go on dates, we don't tell the the person or we don't show it in our dating profile that we drink because you're immediately judged or given a label if you drink. So I went on a date uh, two weeks ago and his profile stated that he doesn't drink. Um, And I was very public about it that I like to have a glass of wine here and there. So I show Love up on the date and he has six drinks. What? And I'm like, on, what? <laughs> Mind you, After I was so nervous. Say that he doesn't drink? Exactly. So <laughs> I went on to the date a little bit early. By the way, I always like to show up early. I don't like to show up on time. I don't like to show up late. I just am there a little early just to get myself together. Um, I ordered a glass of wine. And as soon as he came in, I was like, I really hope you don't mind. But I ordered a glass of wine and I know you don't drink, but that's who I am. I want to be honest. I want to be transparent. I like to drink. He's like, oh, don't worry. I drink too. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you said no on your profile, but sure. <laughs> like at Six that point, later. just don't, you don't have to give an answer. Like it doesn't have to be on your profile. So just don't say yes or no. Were, were you relieved that he was, that he did drink? 
Was that something yes. that you were happy And about? I really want to talk about it because, A, I was so relieved because yeah. we had a great time. I really like this guy. But I think um, it's not just him. I respect people's privacy. I think we're so afraid of what the community thinks of us as dating in the Muslim culture because dating is frowned upon. We're not allowed to date, let alone having a boyfriend. So even having a glass of drink is something that people don't share because they're immediately going to be uh, labeled or judged as not culture, doesn't have moral values by just having a glass of wine. Wow. Yeah. Can you walk us through a little yeah. more of like how you grew up and, and what yeah. dating, like how you were taught about dating and, and relationships and marriage and all that? Tell us Absolutely. everything. Absolutely. Uh, well, Again, I come from the Middle East, and in the Middle Eastern culture, dating is sort of forbidden. You're not allowed to have a boyfriend. The only boyfriend you're ever allowed to have is your husband. And some people might say, well, how is that even possible? Hmm. That's arranged marriages. Arranged marriages are very common exist. And now it's a little bit more different, meaning the parents will choose the guy for you or you get some suitors. Very much similar to Netflix. I think it was called Indian matchmaking, Mm -hmm. Um, but it does very much exist. My sister actually had arranged marriages. Um, Most of my siblings and most of my cousins. I was born and raised in the Western culture. um, And I think they consider me the rebellious child because I don't want to meet my husband on my wedding day. I want to go on a date or two or three, or maybe even a couple of months and date him and really get to know him. And I think a lot of us are, but a lot of us Muslims, we date, we like to say behind the curtains. Um, we don't get to take our boyfriend and say, meet my parents. Because if you ever introduce a guy to your parents, you bet there's a wedding coming up in a week. Um, oh my God. Wait, so, so wow. is the idea that you don't meet your husband, and this is going to sound so ignorant and my apologies, but is the idea that you don't meet your husband until the day of the wedding? That was very much back a few generations back. Okay. That was how arranged marriages was. So my sister, to give you a bit more of an authentic story and yeah. my experience, my sister had arranged marriage and she did not meet her husband until her wedding day. It sounds scary because... Did, did she see fi- pictures? Were there photos? There was pictures, but like she a had dossier? no say. Like a dossier? Was, yeah. Yeah, like an application. Like, here's the picture. Three different pictures of the same printed. guy. Hand printed or like yeah. on Instagram. Okay, okay. No, no, this is like... <laughs> This is almost uh, 23 years ago. Okay. So, but fast forward now, it's a little bit different now where you get to go on a date with this person. There'll maybe be a chaperone back there, but there will be a date. You're not forced to get married. You're not forced to, you know, meet your husband on your wedding day, but this is the history behind it. And it's slowly but surely changing, which I'm so proud of, but I really want to break, break that wall of, of just having to put a facade on when you go on date, not being comfortable if you are drinking or not, you know, just be yourself authentically. And it's so hard to find someone who can balance being modern, um, adapting to the Western culture, but also being a bit more religious. Like I, mm. just because I drink doesn't mean that I am not this religious girl. Of course, I respect my religion. I respect my culture, but I like to get to know someone before marriage. Is your sister happy in her marriage? Yes. Amen. Uh, they have three beautiful kids and a grandchild. Again, this was 23 years ago. So beautiful life and arranged marriages work. work? So yeah, wait, so maybe we've just been doing this wrong with the whole app thing, right? Like (laughs) the whole dating thing in general, the whole dating thing, maybe arranged relationships. Like what is the percentage of happiness between like 
couples that meet, you know, organically, my parents are divorced, like, and they, you know, they dated and they have a really crazy meet cute story, which is awesome. My mom wrote a letter to my dad, left it on his car on a beach in the Hamptons while he was playing Frisbee. It was a piece of toilet paper. She wrote a little hand note. And then we have that framed in my bathroom. And then on their wedding day, they, they got into a car accident and they got married in a hospital and she's in a oh. wheelchair and she's totally fine. It's crazy. It's I like just got the a, chills. It's out of a movie. Um, and like, maybe Super that's cute. why I make movies. That being said, they're divorced now. So it's like, um, you guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic. And when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend who happens to be a doctor. And she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating. And my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. 
Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right. I know that everyone has their hands up. And I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. But my question is, I wonder what the science says about arranged marriages in like cultures where that's a thing. And then like the fucked up dating world of New York City. There is a high percentage of arranged marriages end up being successful because you sort of get to date your husband as you are together. You get to know him. You guys get to know each other's flaws. You get to meet somewhere in the middle versus we live, unfortunately, in a world of digital dating where Hmm. we're shopping for humans. We're not really like trying to swipe left or right or press unmatch or match of someone based on their personalities, on their moral values. Obviously, we want to be physically attracted to a person, but everything is literally on the tip of our fingertips, just like shopping. You know, you add it to your Amazon card or whatever, and you check out, and that's what dating has become. You find someone based on their photos, match with them. If the first few minutes don't go as to plan accordingly, you move on to the next. My biggest pet peeve in that, or what I don't find comfort in, is when someone asks my Instagram or my social media accounts, like, hey, do you have Snapchat? Hey, what's your Instagram? Immediately off the bat. I don't like that because I don't want you to get to know me through a catalog of photos. Mm. Social media is only 10% of who I am. It's the glamorous life where I always have makeup on. I'm like partnering up with these brands and traveling and obviously that's awesome but that's not who I am reality I'm in sweats 90% of the time I like to be at home with my family it's not who I am solely and so when someone says what's your Instagram immediately the first five ten minutes you don't even ask what my favorite color is you don't even ask like where I'm from where I was born and you want to know my social media account What's your, favorite, your, your favorite your favorite color is green by the way I'm, I'm, <laughs> must, is that correct because you got a green yes. sweater you got the green plant behind you okay she has a much better set than we do we have to we have to step it up so we do move around a lot but um, love it speak for yourself alana i love the fact that people just see my bedroom in, in, with the brick wall i think you could use a better set oh <gasps> i'm gonna tell your future kids that the daddy was not so nice 
Have we wait? Have we named our kids yet? Oh my god! Stop. Stop. Um, Wait, can you go? Can you go back to your? Let's go back a little bit to your dating life. Um, and can you tell us what apps you're on and just what is the dating life of Zara like right now? What apps are you on? Which app is your favorite? How are you talking on them, Lana? Am I forgetting? Well, no. I wanna. I wanna just jump in really quick and. Uh, like I'm definitely aligned with you on the whole Instagram and like getting to know someone through social media concept, because like for me, people I'll like match with someone, start talking to them and then they'll be like, so should I listen to your podcast? Or like, so like I'm following you on Instagram and I'm like, I'm like, can you not like, please don't because I know like I would, I would judge me so differently just from Alana, so you guys ready for this so i decided to do an experiment because i'm an influencer i have somewhat of a nice decent following you do so i decided Man. that crushing it oh thank you guys this is what i did i was like you know what i saw that my instagram was sort of affecting my dating life because the minute i gave my instagram account the question was what do you do why do you have so many followers etc or they were intimidated so i made a personal instagram account hmm with just my family and friends and posted just like normal things, not related to anything influence world. You give them that account. Exactly. And it worked ah. beautifully. Such awesome. a game changer because the influencer world, the social media world, people authentically are getting to know for who you are versus me trying to advertise my coffee, let's say. Right. That's so true. And and I, look, like I'm guilty of it too. Even as soon as I match with a guy, I will go try and stalk the living shit out of them. I will find their LinkedIn. I will find their Facebook. I will find their mom's Facebook. And then like, I'm collecting all these Jesus. bits and pieces of information. Jesus, Alana, their mom's Facebook. Come that on. was hysterical. Yeah. I'm being honest. Nancy Feingold's Facebook. No, we, we appreciate honest. it. This is a safe place. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, I hope. Um, it is. But like, these are things that I will do. And I'll, I'll be like, no, Alana, don't do this. Like, just get to know this guy, like based on what they're telling you and, and then see if you want to go on a date. But like, I will try and like, go be a little FBI agent running around collecting all these bits and pieces of information to then make the snap judgment. And I know that that's not fair because I know that that's not what I want somebody doing with me because of how exactly. I portray myself and on I social to- media. I have to add to that because I, even though I made that other Instagram account, it was a mistake because whoever I want to spend time with has to solely accept me for who I am. And they will like maybe my flaws and they maybe like what I do in my stories. So, Mm. you know, even if they look me up and they find me on YouTube doing this makeup tutorial, some guys may be like, what is this? That's too much. Whoever it is that I want to spend the rest of my life with will accept all of that. The right person will genuinely overlook that. Um, I want to go back to the, to this point that I am a, a fan of putting myself out there on the Instagram feed. I understand that Instagram is not a real reality, but I would have no problem whatsoever with somebody analyzing my feed because I actually think it's somewhat accurate to my life that I live, but also I don't, but you're, the ex- that, you're the exception, not the rule. That's totally fine. I'm just saying that the point is there is some benefit to knowing what you're getting into, that's going to save you both time. That's like, you know, let's say you find this guy and he's perfect and he's on hinge. And then you look up his Instagram and you find out, for example, that he has strongly different political views than you, or that he doesn't live in New York and he's withholding information from you. Like there's things that you can find out that's going to save you time and save you from getting hurt. It certainly has its pros and cons. Yes. It can definitely filter out the, 
person that is not going to take it serious. It certainly does. There's this pros and cons where they're going to have a percept, yeah. percept, you know, of judgment. And there's the guy that will overlook that. But I, I agree. That's a pros and cons for it. So, uh, sorry, can we go back to what apps are you on and what is your dating life like right now? How often are you on the app? Are you, do you wake up every morning and check your hinge? Like, or Oh your, my goodness. You know, my Tinder? dating life currently is non-existent, but the two apps that I use are, except, for, say, the, except for the guy you went on the stay with two weeks ago. Yes. Don't tell yourself two, short. <laughs> um, the two dating apps I'm on is hinge, which I love. And then Minder. Um, Minder, have you what guys heard of Minder? Minder? No. So you guys, Tell us. You guys heard of Tinder, right? Yes, unfortunately. Take out What's that? No, <laughs> never. Take out the T from Tinder and add M, M for Muslims. So it's oh. Minder and it's strictly for anyone that is Muslim and wants to meet another Muslim. And I That's got awesome. excited because ultimately I do want to meet someone who has the same uh, religious beliefs. Um, that was my perception now. But I also mm. realized that being on Minder, I was sort of meeting people um, who were not comfortable being themselves. So these are guys that are great, have great moral values, but also are like not being truly honest on their profile about their drinking because it's a taboo. As a Muslim, you're not allowed to drink. It's, it's against the religion. It's against the culture. And so it sort of was a platform where we want to meet another Muslim, but it's also a place where a lot of people were not being as honest because again, I met someone there who said they do not drink. And on our first date, there was a couple of drinks there. So I just want to make sure when we go on dates, people are thrilling authentically themselves. Where Hinge, I like because you get a little bit of variety. You get a little bit of someone who isn't the same um, religious belief, but is also open to sort of adapting to the new culture of dating. Well, I have a question based on the fact that like you're technically not supposed to drink or like drinking is like frowned upon, especially on a date. Do you think that's the reason why he had on his profile that he doesn't drink? Like in case somebody he knows who knows his family saw and like told on him type of thing, or like, was it actually just like being dishonest for some other reason? No, I actually did ask him. I said, why do you, were you dishonest on your profile by drinking? And he said, you know what? I am afraid of getting judged. He said, if I were to say I drink immediately, and it's true as a female, if I sit to say right now I drink, you immediately are put a label of not being Muslim enough. You're not um, religious enough. Um, There's just a really negative uh, annotations to it. And at the end of the day, I really want to break that wall. Even in our culture, not to rewind back to the previous topic, but being 30 and single is completely okay. Like you're, there's something wrong with you. You're not expired. And ultimately they need to understand that finding a husband is not easy. They're not sold at the supermarket. Cause trust me, I went to aisle 12, nothing but organic hummus. And Whoa. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. That's our, te- that's our teaser right there. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's like, incredible. It's, it's totally okay. I think yeah. in this, I'm speaking for not just, um, a Muslim female, but anyone that is pressured to get married by a certain age, we mm-hmm. all have our own timing in life. Everything happens for a reason. All I ask from you is to be open, open your doors and just welcome whoever comes your way. Um, for the record, to those of you who are listening, Jonah's hair actually looks really good right now. So oh. you might want to. Can we zoom like, in? I need to see. 
you might want to swap over to YouTube um, and watch there because like his hair can get a little out of control. And right now it looks really good. So if you can see in the zoom, it's like good wild. You can see in the zoom, I'm basically able to zoom in onto my, onto my thing. I can zoom into my, so now you see me talking like this. Jonah, I want a t-shirt with just a uh, sketch of you, you and your hair. I would wear that t-shirt because your hair is like a signature kind of like. All right. Have, Can you make it a, happen? There's this artist. There's a really great podcast. Shout out to a great podcast called Drinks First, which is a friend of ours. Um, and her podcast brings on people. They She matches people over um, a podcast to have like drinks, but it's a matchmaking podcast. It's a really cool New York based thing. She has these really amazing um, cartoon illustration silhouettes mm-hmm. of people that she does. Alana, have you been on the show yet? I, forget I have not been done. on the show yet. Okay. We'll make that happen because I think you would actually drinks first slide in. My hands are open, but they do have a nice silhouette of my hair from that. And I need to get, I need to get that from, from somebody, but um, anyway, enough about my hair. Well, so quick questions are for anyone, because I know we have a lot of listeners who are 30 or older than 30 and are like, like they do feel like something might be wrong with them or like, why, like, why am I single? And, and also the pressure of like, well, like I see my friends like getting into relationships, getting engaged, moving in together, getting married, having kids and like them feeling left behind. And even at my age, 26, like I do already feel left behind compared to some of my other friends who are like having these milestones happen. So what advice would you give to them or what have you been able to tell yourself to remind yourself that it is so normal and okay? Mm. I love that question, Ilana. And my advice is that the universe has a better and greater plan for you than what you have in mind. At the end of the day, we all have this deadline of when we want to buy a house, when when we want to have our career together or our life together. You know, that's the journey of life. There's no um, destination to success. At the end of the day, Everyone has their own time. The universe has something planned for you. Be patient and most importantly, trust the timing of your life. Yes, my nephew is married, you guys. He's 23. He has two kids. I'm 30. I'm not. What do I look wait, like? Wait, 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 wait. He's, holy shit. How old? Hold on. Say that again. <laughs> my nephew. Yes, my nephew is 23. He's an amazing, amazing um, gentleman, he bought his first house. He has two kids and he's just amazing. He's super immature for his age. Where does age. he live? In New York. What does he do? Holy shit. He does very well. Um, he's in the engineering world. I don't know the Pacific. He bought a uh, house? 23? <laughs> 23. I, I, live well, in, I live in a little hut in Greenpoint. Hey, I rent. my point is I'm 30 and I just moved into my apartment in New York City. Everyone yeah. has their own timing and there's no wrong or right. There's right. no um, expiration date to success. There's no expiration date to love. Whenever you find love, whenever you find everything that you've ever wanted will happen. You just really generally have to trust the timing of your life. And that's the one thing I always tell myself. And thankfully it has kept me alive and happy. Otherwise I'll be underneath the bed. Well, no, <laughs> you're so, you are impressing, like you blow us away in terms of your positivity. And so always. I hope our listeners are taking that away and yeah. enjoying mm-hmm. that. I, I have a question for you about you and your dating life because you're so positive. What is your biggest, Alana and I talk about a lot of different topics in the show between mm-hmm. ghosting and breaking up with someone who you're not really dating and when to say, when to have the, what are we conversation and your intentions, what's the biggest thing that you're sort of your biggest dating worry, right? You know, what's your biggest dating stress right now? Is it, do you find yourself that you are the one who has to 
ghost people or you're getting ghosted or you're the one who doesn't, you know, you're the one who brings up your intentions too quickly. Like what's the biggest, most commonality thing in your dating life that fits into the zeitgeist that we talk about? I remember actually mentioning it on a couple of months ago or not months ago, last year on our live session. That was a long time ago. That, yeah. Yes. It feels like yesterday, but it was a long time ago is how do you tell a guy to leave the playground? And what does that mean? Is that Whoa. when they are just in the mind, not they, I shouldn't say every male, but some male, um, to give you a more better example, I dated, went on a date with this guy that I really, really liked. I had a crush on this guy for two years, two years, a long time to like someone. And we finally met and the date was amazing and ghosted me, left the face of the earth. And I started thinking there was something wrong with me. What happened? He told me he liked me. Like what could have possibly gone wrong? Mm. Um, four months later, he reached out to me saying, I'm so sorry, ghosted you. You were actually an amazing girl. I'm just not ready to commit. And I didn't want to waste your time because I knew what a wonderful person you are. And I didn't have it in me to waste your time. Mm. And I really respected that. I wish he told me four months ago, not four right. months later, but my biggest thing is if you're not ready to be in a committed relationship, be upfront about it. First what, date, second but, date. But what if you don't know? Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from, and if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? 
Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. Well, here, hold on, hold on. Here's on my thing is that like, yes, uh, I, I respect that he came back and decided to tell you that, but he did waste your time. Like he, not, not by going on the date, but by going on the date and mm-hmm. then disappearing and mm-hmm. think about how much time you spent wondering what did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? Why didn't he like me? Where am I going to hear from him? Like checking your phone. Like I've liked this guy for so long. The date was great. He's going to text me. And then him not texting you for four months later. So it's like, if, if you realize that you, that you're to not waste someone's time you have to communicate that like exactly so to answer to answer jonah's question of what if you don't know i think it comes down to to what alana said is just respecting someone's time i'm not saying you need to know that you want to get married in an x amount of time or you want to be committed relationship it's okay not to know you're allowed to go and explore but know in the back of your head you have to respect that someone's someone's time that there is emotions involved or there is some sort of mutual agreement that hey i'm not ready i don't know what i want but i'm excited to explore and find out with you something like that so it's so it's acknowledging that you don't know that's exactly basically okay so you know this is something i struggle with right so here's the advice i'm hearing and tell me if this is i'm understanding properly next time i'm you know going on a date with somebody and i'm like all right date number two was great but like maybe you know in my head i'm like very accepting of being single right now that's kind of canon to the show and we know yeah i know you know um, but, and don't be so upset about Alana. All right. Everyone should see Alana's face right now. She's crying. She's crying. I rolled my eyes. Relax. Um, and is the, is, is what I should do then like on this, on the third date be like, I want to be upfront with you that I don't necessarily inherently know what I'm looking for. I'm liking what we're doing right now, but I also don't want to waste your emotional energy. Therefore, if you know clear and through that you want this to turn into something immediate, like how do I communicate that? I guess is my question. Well, to add to that, Jonah, and there's no specific formula or recipe of when and how you should say it. It's the most mm. organic and natural thing when you think the time is right. Right. Cause you don't know what the other person is expecting. I don't, I wouldn't go in deep depth to it, but just getting the intentions out there. What are you looking for? Are you dating because X, Y, and Z? And I don't want to make this into, cause really, if you talk about it on the first, second date, anybody will be like a little scared, right? Whether I'm, you're serious or not. I think at the end of the day, it's just knowing your intentions, and even just saying, I'm excited to explore it with you, whether I want to be in a serious relationship, whether I enjoy being single, but I want to see where this goes. I guess just acknowledging it. Another thing is, you could do is ask her, like, what are like, what are you looking for? What are your intentions? Because then you'll know whether or not you need to bring that conversation up sooner or later, you know? Well, I sent you. Yeah, that's to- that's totally valid. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, and okay, well that, uh, let me hold, let me take my notebook out. You guys, can, <laughs> I on. feel like we always over, overcomplicate things and, and make things into a much bigger deal than they are. Mm-hmm. But if we just communicated, there it is again, oh, every communication. episode comes back to that beautiful, beautiful word. If we just communicated, everything would be a little bit easier. Um, Zara, before we do get to our questions, I want to ask you, what mm-hmm. are you looking for? You know, 2021 today, January 21st, the day that we're recording this, what are you looking for in in your dating life right now? 
Uh, I'm looking to find someone who I can call my partner in crime, someone that I can call a best friend, someone I could potentially build a life with. What that title may be, what that title may be, (laughs) it's not up to me to say. Um, But I just want to make sure I'm looking for someone who's ready to commit to each other, whether it could be a serious relationship you know, or not, whatever it may be. I just want to make sure that they're respecting my time. They're respecting my emotions and there should be no label to it. Um, Cause that is something that is more of a mutual decision than hey, this is what I'm looking for. You are here for all the right reasons. You're here for all, is this regardless of religion as well? Or is, is, this is whoever, whoever, whoever God, Love whoever that. universe has in store. Yeah. Um, Love that. Well, a lot of our listeners, we do try to do some matchmaking on this show. It happens sort of unintentionally, but um, if anyone wants to slide in, we're happy to, of course, Zara, we'll vet it with you first, but yeah, but you know, this is a slide into the DMs. Um, So, wow. Okay. I feel, I feel enlightened. Alana, how are you feeling? I I have the biggest smile on my head right now. Like, I feel like your like positivity has rubbed off on us. I I want dating. I really want dating to be a fun experience for all. It has become such a, almost like a job interview. Like it should be really just fun, careless, have fun with it. Don't worry about how long am I supposed to text? How, I mean, that's a whole different topic of discussion, but it's become so much more of a stressful thing than just really enjoying the moment. If it works great, if it doesn't, there's a whole world of people out there. It is a okay. 100%. 100%. Completely agree. You know who needs some of that positivity and some of that advice? Our listeners. And I wasn't sure if you were going to say our no. listeners are Alana. So, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, we all do, but depends um, on the day, depends on the minute. Zara, we have three questions from our listeners and everyone listening at home. If you guys want to get your questions answered on the show, uh, sign up for our Patreon account. We prioritize those questions first. Um, so, some of these are from our patrons and we're going to give you the best answers we can to some of your dating uh, problems. I'll read the first question, Alana, if that's all right. And then, yeah. So my roommate and I are best friends. We went through four years of school and have been roommates for two years now in the city. His younger sister, two years age difference, we're um, we're 25, she's 23, has been here since she graduated school as well. One night during quarantine, we all got drunk. He left to go to a girl's place and we ended up hooking up. We agreed for it to be a one night, thing but it kept happening we also have been texting quite a bit and we have started to get feelings for each other we've talked about going on dates but i think i owe him a conversation before we progress any further in our relationship she says that i don't have to talk to him what do i do so lana you go first so just so we're clear it, it, i mean i'm a dyslexic as hell so i have comprehension issues mm-hmm. but two guy roommates younger sister of one guy comes uh comes over and the other guy roommate hooks up with the sister. And they both like each other, but they're afraid to say it, right? They're afraid to say it to the older brother. Yeah. Got it. Oh, boy. Well, actually, this has happened in real life. Okay. Someone I know, not okay. done myself, but I do know someone that I know that has happened to it. And what they did, um, the brother who has obviously the relationship with the best friend, he went to him and said, hey, we need to talk. You may not like this, but out of respect of our friendship, because I have respect for you and the friendship, I want to sit down and ask you, do you give me permission to talk to your sister? Be- not permission like hand of marriage, but like, hey, right. you know, your sister and I like each other. What do you think? 
And I'm just strictly saying this, not to disrespect you, not to have you be mad at me, but to get your thoughts. Because I think ultimately, if you love your sibling and if you love your best friend, why would you want them to be together? Or even the potential of dating. So as the younger sister of two older brothers, Mm -hmm. I have been in this situation. (laughs) Um, And... Okay, so one of my brothers has definitely like gone out with, hooked up with, dated like a lot of my friends. However, and he has a lot of friends who are, (laughs) shut up, who I'm like, hey, like your friends are really cute or like, I like this one or that one, like set it up. And he's like, no, I don't trust any of them with you, which for me has been really frustrating because I'm like, well, that's not fair. And you can't have like 50 friends that you don't trust a single one of them with me. And like, I get it. He's trying to be an older, like a protective older brother, but I have had things happen with his friends and there have been like different instances where often, and obviously this isn't the exact situation, but like I've had his friends tell me they like me and say, but I'm not going to do anything because I don't think Brian would be okay with it. And that's been like really shitty. And I'm like, well, can you just talk to him, like bring it up? And they're like, no, it's not going to go well. And I've also had the other more similar to this listener situation where, you know, I have like made out with some of his friends and he doesn't know. And Hmm. um, it has been like, oh, like, do we like go down this road or not? Or like tell him or hide it. And I think the best thing that I would suggest is maybe go on one date. You to go on one date Mm. and decide, like if the date goes well and you want to see each other again, then it's worth bringing up because you may have had like a fun, drunk hookup and sleepover or whatever. And then, uh, well, it kept happening in this situation. I would go on like a real date, like a genuine real date and then see. And then I do think it is worth talking because eventually it's going to come out. And the longer you keep it a secret, the worse it's going to be. And I think that goes with all secret situations. Yeah, you got to have that's great. Great story. And and now speaking as someone who's the older brother to a younger sister um, and having actually one of my best, best, best friends has his best friend. Sister, he dates. So this thing, this exact story happened. Now they actually been happily dating for a long time. They're probably going to make it together. They're probably going to go the the whole hundred yards or whatever Mm -hmm. that expression is. Um, But I do know for a fact that I've been in situations where like I see when the brother is hanging out with him, who again, this is his best friend and the sister's there and they're a little bit PDA. You know, they, they are a little bit PDA heavy. And I'm like, that would suck. Like, I get it. I want my friend to be happy. I want my sister to be happy don't fucking be kissing and like all over each other in front of me. Like that's weird. That is weird. And there's no, there's no like logical answer as to why that's not weird. So my advice is this is a moving train. No matter what someone tells you, you can't do it. You're going to want to do it more. Someone tells you, you can do it. You're still going to want to do it, but maybe you're going to not. So I think the only thing you have, like, I think this person is right. He is right. You need to confront your friend. You need to say to your friend, this happened. The sister has ulterior motives. They have, you know, 23 years of sibling (laughs) dynamic that you will never understand. She is thinking in her best interest, not in the best interest of both y'all and your friendship. That's just, that's just my, my, she's all, you know, 23. I know what we're all thinking then. Sex is always going to make us think crazy things. Have the conversation with your homie. We're three for three. Have the conversation. Yeah. Yes. Aligned. Question two, Alana. Yep. Uh, I am 
in quotes, older and in a relationship with someone who I do truly love and I'm not jealous of. We've had an open relationship from the jump and are very honest and really happy because the emotional connection isn't really shaken. What are your thoughts on that open relationships and feeling strongly about the person you're ultimately with? Ooh, Hey, to each their own open relationships gets very tricky because as the emotions get stronger over time, you may not want to be in an open relationship. I think that's my perspective or advice, you know, and eventually do you want to have that door open for other people to join that relationship? When it, when is the time to say, you know what? I want you all to myself. I don't want to share this anymore. Mm. I agree. It's either going to continue to stay open until one of you meets someone that you like more and decide to close the door on this, or it's going to continue to stay open until one of you decides and communicates like, look, I like you. And I want this to just be the two of us. I always say you either come inside the door and stay and enjoy the moment or you leave the door. I'm okay with you exiting, but whatever you do, do not block the entryway. Because staying to block that is never good for both sides. So either go, close the door, or come on in. I'll be fine with either decision. But whatever you do, do not block the entryway. It never goes anywhere. You are full of so much wisdom. That's a a great creative mindset, too. Um, My take is that I actually don't have a take because I'm not familiar with open relationships. And I wouldn't be able to supply this person with, like, real value beyond what you guys have said. So I'm aligned with what you guys have said. But I don't want to steer them in the wrong direction. I think to this listener, you're asking the question, which means you're, you want to tell them and you want to know whether or not that's okay. And yeah. if that's where your heart is, like you have to follow that and listen to that. And if it doesn't work out, then it, it wasn't the right fit. It wasn't mm-hmm. meant to be. Um, question three, been talking to a guy since mid February, we went out once in February and hung out again at the end of May. Great chemistry. Lots to talk about, loads of attraction on both sides, messaged all throughout quarantine, spoke on the phone a few times. He went out of town a few weeks ago and didn't respond to a few messages while he was gone. No big deal. He was at a cabin with his family. Wasn't really expecting to hear from him. But I know he got back this weekend and I still have not heard from him. He admits that he's bad at responding to messages sometimes. So I don't usually mind uh, or I don't usually mind double texting or sometimes even triple texting. But at this point, I think it's three messages and two pictures with no response. Any advice? Classic. We see the symptoms. We ask Mm -hmm. for the symptoms from the patient. We, the doctors of dating, come up with the diagnosis. I'm going to go first here. Um, This is not a good, this is not a good symptom set. I, I'm, if you were to WebMD this. You wouldn't be happy with your results. If you were to WebMD this, you would be then calling a doctor freaking out. You would have a panic attack. Um, <laughs> I don't think this is a good thing. I don't know. The only thing like we can make excuses for him. Uh, any advice? My advice. My advice is drop the game of like trying to get them to respond and send a text message along the lines of look you know, let's act this out like ACTT, but slightly different acknowledge that he has not responded or engaged since he's been back and you guys had a great time together. So compliment him because it's, you're confused because acknowledge confused slash compliment. You were confused because you had such a great time and you were wondering why he's not responding Mm -hmm. and terminate. Yeah. Say, look, if you don't want this to continue, I'll leave you alone and stop texting. But like, I would appreciate some clarity 
Thank you. Final T. Thank you. That's perfect. I agree. I think, I think that's the best you're going to do because then either you get an answer or you get no answer, which is your answer. Again, I have the same theory. You either come in, welcome, the door is wide open, or you leave. If you're going to be in the between of there, he's currently in the block in the entryway. Just you shut the door. Don't even like ask him if he wants to stay or leave. Do yourself a favor, close that door. Because if that person was genuinely, authentically interested in you, he will find a way. If there's a will, if there's a will, there's always a way. And if there's not a will and there's not a way, then there's someone else who will have a will and a way. Yeah, I agree. Good analysis, guys. Good analysis. Yeah, go team. Very informative episode. This has been a blast chatting i don't uh, want it to end zara where can our listeners find you and what can we plug on your behalf here to everybody well first of all a huge huge thank you to both of you for inviting me i had so much fun of talking and chatting and getting to know more about your dating lives and the audience as well and our future um, children's lives Yes, which I want to be invited to the wedding, guys. We're going to make this happen. I don't care what you guys say. We're going to make this happen. Um, everyone is interested. I They can find me at Zara Sahibzada. I know it's quite the long last name. Um, but yes, I make lifestyle and beauty videos in six different languages. So don't be confused God. if you come across, you know. That's amazing. Well, you're so you're so impressive, and so we really impressive. appreciate, I'm like, we really, we appreciate oh. your time. I have a feeling we'll do this again sometime soon. Oh yeah, and um, it'd be you have to let it, I'm, everyone slide in, slide into the end. You are single, right? That's I am single and ready to mingle. Love it. <laughs> Woo! Love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us at Seeing Other People on Instagram at Seeing Other PPLs on Twitter at seeing other people on TikTok. Um, seeing other people, Patreon account, all on the link tree. And Patreon, everything. And we can't wait for more. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Writing with your questions. Appreciate you and goodbye. See you at the wedding. Bye.